0: grumpy old geeks a weekly talk show hosted by brian schulmeister and jason de discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame welcome to grumpy old geeks i'm jason de
1: and i'm brian schulmeister
0: now brian it is definitely definitely a strange time are you doing okay man
1: I'm hanging in there day, uh, day one of being home with everybody trying Ah. to uh, get stuff done. (laughs) This is actually, this is the morning day two. Uh, My wife and kid are still sleeping, so I'm trying to keep it a little bit down. Uh, Ah. You got to do what you got to do to work around things, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, man, we got to do, we got to do what we got to do. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. This is the time when the mega rich have a chance to do the right thing and not put off their employees well-being and welfare to the state. Uh, the, the state, although, that they you know, proactively
1: the don't state should be stepping up here a bit, but well, they're yeah, not, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> but the state that they proactively avoid paying taxes to is what I wanted to That's add. True. Yes. Yeah. So we've got lots of stories in this episode about people doing the right thing and the absolute wrong thing. So that'll be interesting. And I was going through my reader last night and I'm like, oh, there's not going to be any news. Oh my God. There's some tech news. So it's, uh, it'll be a fun show. I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the world continues to move on. That's why we're all theoretically working from home. We have not come to a standstill. In fact, I would point out uh, that the most highly successful people and the richest people are working very hard right now. They're not just sitting at home eating bonbons, watching TV. I had a 14 hour work day yesterday, and I'm (laughs) definitely not the richest people or the most talented or successful people, but
0: I'm working more than I probably have in a long time. Well, you are working in the right industry
1: for people isolated at home.
0: Yep. Yep. And to that point, I actually needed a workspace where I can work in the house at night instead of out mm-hmm. in the studio. So I ended up purchasing the Veradesk Pro Plus TM 48 inch black, uh, which arrives today. So I can uh, have a standing Maybe. desk in my bedroom. Oh, it's it's uh, it's coming on FedEx and it's not made of food, so it'll probably get here. <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, I've had some issues with some shipments. Uh, You know, Amazon Prime is a is faltering a bit, as you'd expect they would. And uh, a lot of uh, a lot of vendors are promising shipments and then sending out emails saying we're very sorry about this, but it's been delayed by a couple of days. And this isn't food or or emergency items either. So expect your supply chains to be somewhat interrupted.
0: Yes, under strain, as it were, because we were going to have a friend of the show, Dr. David Teeter, on today to, to discuss the virus and his take on it, since he's the smartest guy in the room. And uh, he was supposed to have his microphone on Monday that I ordered on Friday. But, of course, last night at around 8 o'clock, which was one hour before they said it was going to be delivered, they said, we're sorry, this is going to be delivered on Wednesday. So,
1: <laughs> yes, that is happening.
0: So we'll see if this uh, very desk gets here. I've heard mi- mixed reviews on these, but... I need something big that I can Mm -hmm. put on a dresser and stand at when I'm in the house at night so I can have a separate workstation because it gets uh, I I, want to be around the fam when I'm in the house at night. You know, it's like I I don't like being in the studio all day long because you've been in my studio. It is a dark cave and granted, (laughs) it'll still be dark at night in the house, but at least I'll be around around the folks. And uh, speaking of that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I found this over at Science Alert which explains a lot. Social isolation is linked to higher levels of inflammation studies show. Brian, we're not (laughs) fat. We are just (laughs) inflammated.
1: Yeah, well, uh, there's a there's a number of reasons. I mean, taking anybody out of their routine and I think we're planning on talking a little bit about working from home in this episode later on. Is that correct, Uh, Jason? Oh, I think I think that's going to be a theme for a while because we have serious pro tips for people. Yes, yes, we do. So taking people out of their routine tends to screw people up. Um, You tend to have less healthy meals than you perhaps would have when you've got it dialed in at your work and you've got the social pressures of going out to eat with other people. So you get the salad, not the uh, 17 pound burger. Um, You know, when you're at home, you just order in a pizza and glub it down and perhaps, you know, you start drinking at noon. Uh, There's there's lots of reasons (laughs) that, uh, hey, for people that are new to this, it's uh, it's an exciting time. (laughs) Day drinking is a thing. Thing. Yes. <laughs> Day drinking is a thing that one gets past very quickly because one realizes one gets fired. Um so yeah, there there are a lot of reasons that inflammation would go up from people that aren't at home. Um people also, you know, tend to people that are and this isn't specifically this article talking about people that are working from home. It's just people that are socially isolated or lonely right. for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, you know, when that happens, it's it's hard to motivate to get out and walk or do some exercise or anything like that. So Yep. It sure as yeah. hell is. You got to force yourself to do it. And it's really
0: nice if you have, you know, friends to do it with or buddies. But now you have to stay six feet away from all your friends
1: when you go out for your walk. Speaking of that, did you, I mean, a lot of these things we didn't end up putting in our show. And, of course, it's going to be a bit freeform again. Did you see in Italy, obviously, they had the big sing-along that everybody did. And that that went really viral. But the one I loved, it was his uh, apartment complex in Italy. And one of the persons that lived in it was a trainer. So he went out in the middle. And started giving everybody else went out on their balconies on their apartments, and he was giving people workouts.
0: How cool is yeah, that? Yeah, I thought that was that was really awesome. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, that's one way to be all
0: alone together. It really yes. is. So, no, that was a fun one. I love the Welsh one too, where it's like the guy comes out and starts singing, and somebody just says, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> that's people what generally are happens around here. Yeah. <laughs> In the news. So, Brian, I've got a little interesting news uh, that it kind of runs a little close to the third rail for you. So, feel free to uh, say what you do and what you don't want to say on this one. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Lucian Grange, the chief executive of Universal Music Group, is uh, in the hospital after testing positive for the coronavirus. Well, he had a big birthday party where a lot of very famous people were at, including people like Tim Cook. And uh, that's not the only thing that he attended. He also attended a memorial in Beverly Hills where basically all of music's royalty was at. And I know this because my roommate was supposed to go to that. And at the last minute, she didn't because of work. And uh, a lot of her friends are there. And so I think everybody right now is rushing out to get tested because it's not looking good for Lucian right now. So I think uh, this is not good. Not good.
1: Uh, so, yeah, this is, hits very close to home as my wife works one step away from Lucian at Universal Music Group. She has not had any direct contact with him. Very rarely does. Um, uh, but uh, everybody that she reports immediately to reports immediately to him. So we are one step away um, we kind of know the vague timeline and it's uh, it's a bit worse than just his party and the memorial service. He went to Europe to attend a music event there, um, flew back. So it, he most likely either contracted it during one of the flights or in mm-hmm. Europe and then brought it back, uh, had his party, um, went to work, went to this, uh, memorial service. Um, you know, we're, we're here. We are in our house. We are basically, um, more than self-isolating we are not in any kind of an official isolation period at the moment but we're basically treating it like we are mm-hmm. and uh we should know um just in terms of timing within a week whether my wife has been infected or not but how will we know because there are no testing kits so unless you're rich or in the nba which means rich too
0: yes yes and the uh, the interesting thing is like we we were we were actually mocking this On the episode where you came over to my house and there's a very good chance that uh, if well, hopefully there's not a very good chance, we don't want any chance, but uh, (laughs) your wife brings it home, your wife brings it to you, you bring it to me. And then I bring it to my family. And that's how the whole thing works, correct? (laughs) That's how it works. That's how it works. So she might get it anyway, no matter what, after not going to the memorial.
1: Yeah. I mean, the reality is you don't know who you've been in touch with and you don't know when they contracted anything. And and this is why we're doing extreme social isolation now. We got to flatten the curve. Um, You know, I inadvertently might have helped bump the curve a little bit. We'll see.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. (laughs) Isn't it ironic? (laughs) To quote one of your former clients... Yes. Uh, so Facebook, Reddit, Google, LinkedIn, Microsoft, Twitter and YouTube have issued a joint statement on misinformation. Misinformation is bad.
1: Yeah, thanks for that. That's uh, I, I would like more than a statement about it. <laughs> exactly. we are working
0: closely together on COVID-19 response efforts. We're helping millions of people stay connected while also jointly combating fraud and misinformation about the virus, elevating authoritative content on our platforms and sharing critical updates in coordination with government healthcare care agencies around the world. We invite other companies to join us as we work to keep our communities healthy and safe. Okay, well, ban Alex Jones for starters. Again, ban
1: the president. <laughs> no offense to anybody that actually believes in him or anything, but as we've seen from every single press conference, the first fifteen minutes where he babbles are completely false, and then he brings on the experts who actually retract everything he just said. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, you know what he this. All of these press conferences remind me of, mm-hmm. and you're gonna love it, Baghdad Bob. Yeah. This is, this is the Baghdad Bob of pandemics.
1: Yeah, it kind of is. It's it's a bit weird. Um, so that's where we're at. Uh, we do need some some work on this. It was actually, uh, I, it came in this morning, so it was a bit too late for me to to pick this all completely apart and get it in the show notes. But uh, Ben Thompson's uh, Stratechery email came out this morning. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it, but he basically talks about how at the beginning, Twitter was an extremely good source of information because it was only the scientists and the people in the know that were out talking about the coronavirus. Um, but now that it has kind of come here and gone mainstream, Twitter is almost useless because everybody is talking about it and they're passing along misinformation, personal anecdotes that may or may not be true, et cetera, et cetera. And you just thought it was an interesting curve of how Twitter was actually very useful for a short period of time and then immediately got run over by misinformation. Yeah,
0: that's not a it's I, I think that is just the general Twitter curve. Mm-hmm. In, you know, when something like this happens and then the
1: general public chimes in so we'll see so moving from uh misinformation to actual you know physical misinformation amazon is suspending third-party sales of anything but medical supplies and household staples now they're making this statement in that uh, they're trying to spin it as a wartime effort and it is to a certain extent so they're seeing increased online shopping obviously and as a result some products such as household staples and medical supplies are out of stock so they're going to prioritize those over any other items so if you're a third-party per um, provider who sends your stuff. This only applies to the ones that send their stuff to Amazon to do the fulfillment. If you're doing fulfillment yourself, you can continue to do whatever you want. So they're basically stating, we're going to stop everything else. We're going to prioritize getting the toilet paper and all that sort of stuff into people's houses. But, you know, one of the other obvious side effects of this is they're trying to batten down on the price gouging that's going on.
0: Right. Which they, they definitely should.
1: Yeah, they definitely should. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. So... So we'll see. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I've searched for a couple staples on Amazon. They're all still out of stock everywhere. So let's see. Let's get moving here. But uh, one thing that they are additional thing that they're doing, and this has definitely been um, doing the rounds everywhere. So if you've lost a job and you happen to be near an Amazon fulfillment center, they're planning to hire 100,000 new workers to meet the demand. And, um, you know, when we go through long periods of time of changes, what's the old adage? It takes three weeks to change a habit. Um, I know everybody is saying we're only going to be in locked in the lockdown or or near lockdown or whatever we're calling the thing that we're doing right now for two weeks. Um, it's going to be four people, so that means you've had it's time to, to change. Than that. It's going to probably <laughs> yeah. be longer than that. Uh, yeah. We're going to have time to change some habits, and I, uh, you know, brick and mortar goodbye because everybody's going to move to online shopping.
0: Yeah, this is a systematic reboot of society at this point, so we can get rid of some really dumb things and replace them with maybe some really smart things. Maybe. So speaking of brick and mortar stores, mm-hmm. I have a I have a bone to pick with the state of Illinois. They closed everything down except the malls. And my dad works in a mall as I've mentioned before and that's the one that really worries me. So I talked to him yesterday. I'm like, "Why are you still going to work?" cuz I have find find my friends on on my phone and I <laughs> see that he's at work and he's like well, we're contractually obligated to have someone here. Right. Every day. Uh, the mall is running on reduced hours, but they have not yet closed. So, you know, he's still got to go and show up, which is just a steaming pile of bullshit in my in my
1: esteemed opinion. Well, this is the problem when you don't have a strong federal response. And we're going at it alone, state by state, uh, county by county. That's uh, We're having a patchwork of responses across the country.
0: Yeah, it's really annoying. Not going to
1: be helpful. Really annoying.
0: <laughs> I just want my dad to go home. Please send, send him home. Uh, and so he can go home and use Microsoft Teams. Oh, wait. First day of confinement for everybody. Guess what goes down? Microsoft Teams. That's right.
1: Well, I got emailed this uh, immediately from another friend that uses it for for their office. I'm using it for my new job. It was running fine for me. I, I was never down. So it's going to happen. Of course, it's going to happen. Uh, the demand that day must have been through the roof because, you know. They're, they're not used to it but it's so. <laughs>
0: microsoft and they have azure doesn't everything on azure work fantastico
1: yeah but uh microsoft teams in and of itself isn't exactly the best piece of software i don't i don't think it was a cloud issue i think it was a team's issue but who knows uh they fixed it it's uh it's it's working <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's working. work. And I just think it's funny that their previous issue was because somebody forgot to renew a cert. Yeah. So well, it feels like nobody's home at the since it's a free product, it's an add-on, I don't think they have a lot of resources
1: basically pointed at it. Well, you know, you know the, the team's team is all working from home using team, and so team went down for team. <laughs> they so they couldn't the team. get team fixed because team was on team. They had to switch oh. to their backup. <laughs> they loaded everybody, up Slack. Everybody went
0: to Slack. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: oh god yeah it took it took them a while to get their slack account set up, <laughs> set out the invites yeah <laughs> i have not had any problems with slack though since this has happened
1: no neither have i but i really just use it for you so it's not like i'm a power user it's my grumpy old geeks uh collaborative work form of choice <laughs>
0: oh that's right i forgot you fired all your clients now so you don't uh have it i'm on like 17 slacks but i've not had any problem
1: excellent and speaking of technology that seems to be launching but not really in the way that some people had intended. Uh, Verily. <laughs> Verily, which is Google Google's sibling healthcare brand has launched a website that will help adults in just northern California determine whether they need to get a test for the coronavirus. Yes, this is the aforementioned software plan that was going to come save the world, according to our our illustrious leader Um, that surprised everybody, especially everybody at (laughs) Google. Especially Google, yes. (laughs) Because they had planned on rolling this out in a very limited area. It is not ready for prime time, so the triage pilot is available to those in Santa Clara County and San Mateo County and asks users questions about their recent health and travel. The site will, if necessary, help users obtain a free test. I'm very glad that they did not say that there is any AI whatsoever. It is a simple decision tree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: If you have done this, then yes, you need a test. If you have not, then no, you do not. Uh, they are working on the nationwide website, which they probably were not working on until that press conference, that will provide information about COVID-19 symptoms, risks, and testing info. So... It is rolling out. Um, it's going to basically just give people a better place than I am, I, the IMDB of Health WebMD um, to go to that will let them know if they should go get a test or not and hopefully help them find a test if any are around. I would suggest going to say, I don't know, uh, your local NBA team.
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's already overbooked and uh, <laughs> over capacity. And the funny thing is, it's just like, yeah, we're just going to be a little bit late on this because nobody's – they don't have ways to share health information back and forth. It is uh, not a good thing. This is – this reminds me of uh, (laughs) healthcare.gov. You remember that debacle.
1: I do. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Well, San Francisco's shelter-in-place rules that came out do not apply to gig workers. So – if you do drive for DoorDash, Instacart, Postmates, Uber Eats, places like that, you still have a job.
1: Well, it's not just them. It's also truck drivers, uh, grocery store employees, uh, pharmacists, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. But uh, since we don't
0: generally talk about the unwashed masses on the show, we talk <laughs> about the gig economy. Yes. Uh, they're getting pissed off and demanding that Gavin Newsom put into place AB5. So that they have access to benefits like paid sick leave, disability, family leave, and unemployment insurance.
1: Yeah, yeah. Would be nice you, to have something like that what's in place he, first.
0: <laughs> what's the over under on that one?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not going to happen in time. It's, it's not going to happen until this is all done. May not even happen after yeah. that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> May pardon me, not even after that. Yeah. So um, fun times. Fun yeah, times. Yeah. You
1: know, I mean, a, a good luck with all of this, by the way. If you're going to send somebody on Postmates to go get the toilet paper, if it ain't there, it ain't there. They don't have any special hoard anywhere that they're pulling from for these services. Which is, by the way, this is the sort of stuff that is starting to spread on Twitter. There's people, like, spreading bullshit conspiracy theories. Like, you should order from Instacart instead of going to the grocery store because you know they're keeping a special special stuff in the back for Instacart shoppers. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not, no, people. They're not. And, uh,
0: but I think in... You know, in our town now, I got a message from Doordash yesterday saying that you can now have like no contact deliveries. So they will you you tell the driver where to leave
1: it. You meet on it, a bridge. Will... You walk halfway exactly. across. You drop the money. You retreat. The Doordash person walks halfway across the bridge, drops the burgers, and retreats.
0: Exactly, exactly. It's just like they will. You have to you know tell them where to put it, and then they will t- they will uh, let you know when it's there, and that 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 they have left the. And that you can come out and get your food that was made by somebody who probably already has the virus.
1: (laughs) You know, it's funny. Somebody was actually uh, I had made a post um, on, on my Facebook. I know you're not there anymore. So you didn't see it saying something along the lines of, you know. For those of us that that are financially able to afford this, to to help our local communities um, and to make sure that the groceries and the grocery stores are really only going to the people that really need them, order some of your meals uh, because all the restaurants here have been shut down except for to go orders or you know delivery right. orders. Order yep. some of your meals from them. Because you'll keep your local businesses open and you'll Mm -hmm. keep the groceries for those people who need them. And that was, of course, met with some panic by some people who were like, "Uh, well, I've heard from people that you shouldn't do that because now you're having people handle your food that might have coronavirus. And I was like, okay, well, how do you know that somebody at the grocery store that wasn't infected didn't pick that package up right before you did? And now you're taking it home and you've got the virus all over you. How do you know that people at the grocery store that put together, put that meat package together don't have it? How do you know that that the cart that you just used wasn't infected by it? At some point, we have to go stop going down the rabbit hole, people. And just trust things. I've been trying to explain that to my roommate for days now. <laughs> and she just left to go to
0: the grocery store. And I'm like, and you won't let me order from my favorite Chinese restaurant? And Yeah, that's
1: ridiculous. It's it makes no sense. So it makes yeah. no sense. If you want if you're that worried, you put yourself in a bubble in a basement somewhere and that's that and come out in about three months. But yeah. otherwise come on just get off at people. Relax. There's there's no way to know for sure. Well, that's the thing, and it's like, you know.
0: We're probably all going to get infected anyway, so just go about. Yeah, things most likely. And be the, smart. The, the, the,
1: what we're doing right now, I think people forget this. What we're doing right now with the social isolation isn't to not get it; it's to make sure there isn't a huge spike at one time that completely overwhelms hospitals. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. So
0: it's. <sighs> I mean. It's mitigation. We're in mitigation phase because uh, we, I don't want to talk about that anymore. But yeah, yeah, just go buy some damn DoorDash or Postmates or whatever and just keep some people employed because I'm going to keep doing that. And I'm going to keep eating my delicious Chinese food and of course my paquito moss. Cuz you have oh, to. God, I wish I wish there was a paquito
1: moss close enough to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's I know. Not. I know. Yeah. Oh, and I tip generously, cl- by the way. Tip very generously. Oh, yes. Because they're not getting paid and there's
0: no AB5. Exactly. I always <laughs> pick the max tip on DoorDash. And it's literally a quarter mile from my house. I'm like, it wasn't a real stretch for you to get that here. So, but here's four bucks.
1: <laughs> and in trying to find the humor in this situation, I particularly love this article. We've all been seeing these social media posts of uh, grocery supermarket uh, stores and, and just completely emptied out of products. Uh, this is the groceries that no one wants to panic buy. Uh, this is over on slate <laughs> americans are emptying their supermarkets of everything but these persistently unappealing top uh products so there's stuff like pasta made from chickpeas sitting lonely on the shelf with everything else uh gone uh good stuff. chocolate hummus which not, sounds not, disgusting that's not good no chocolate hummus, <laughs> so as the <laughs> if we get if we
0: get to the chocolate hummus phase of the of this apocalypse then just put a bullet in me i'm done
1: <laughs> Well, that's that's pretty much what they said here. They go, chocolate hummus is the canary in the coal mine. If you see it selling out, it's time to start fleeing into the woods. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and uh, also left uh, on shelves vegan food. And it says vegans will inherit the earth. Nobody wants to eat that shit. Well, welcome to Los Angeles. Uh, not not on the
0: shelves here <laughs> in L.A., I'm telling you that.
1: Yeah. And uh, pork, which to I say, what's wrong with you people? It's delicious. I had pork chops for dinner last night. What the hell? Yeah. I, I, I don't know why pork is being left behind, but it is.
0: That's silly. That, well, that's great, actually, because I love pork. I'm going to have yes. – I'll have <laughs> me a pork bowl. I'll have me some pork chops, and uh, we'll go from that. But, man, why would you leave pork on the shelves? That makes no sense. No. Well, something else that uh, makes no sense is that people are still spending millions of dollars building out their Bitcoin mining rigs. But there's a big price drop coming because the one of the next great halvings – uh, comes in May, where where you get half of the return based on your mining, and it's interesting because I I just didn't know people were still that into it, and the price of Bitcoin has dropped precipitously
1: lately. Yeah, I was about to say I heard that there was a Bitcoin Bitcoin crash, much like our our you know real money market crash.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so, but but I guess it's the same psychology, right? It's crashed, so now's the time to get in. Yeah, it could be. I think I
0: i don't know, man. It's just it, it makes no sense. It, it's like if Bitcoin really was this thing that is supposed to be the greatest new type of money in the world, shouldn't it have gone through the freaking roof right now?
1: You'd, you'd think. think
0: you'd think. Yeah. So it makes no sense to me. And I don't know why anybody still cares about Bitcoin. I just I, I don't get it. I don't see it. I'm sure somebody, I'm I'm sure I'm going to get emails. I know I'm going to get emails, but <laughs> please tell me where I'm wrong. You guys do it every week. So bring it on because this just seems silly. Silly. Silly.
1: Yep. And since we're now all uh, air quotes working from home, um, uh, there are people that are worried about how uh, this is going to affect the internet and if it's going to break the internet in a real way, not a Kim Kardashian way, uh, because, you know, there's <laughs> just a... Uh, much of what usually takes place in offices uh, is now happening at home, and the infrastructure of the web is showing some signs of strain already, probably because a lot of people are working while streaming media and doing a million other things as well. Uh, so the communications director for Ookla, uh outage reporting site Down Detector, has definitely noticed a wave of outages and issues re- re- correlated to the cor- coronavirus traffic spikes. Um, so this article kind of goes through... What is going to be okay and what's not? Video conferencing. This will probably be fine. Because video already accounts for about 70% of network traffic, and there will certainly be more people going on Netflix binges as they avoid activities outside the home. So there are some concerns that adding conferencing to the mix might overload some networks. However, we have pretty robust networks in place already because everybody exists off Netflix and YouTube, and many of the services themselves rely on major cloud providers that are built to handle huge spikes in traffic. So this is not likely to fail. If you are having a problem with your video conferencing, switch to audio because audio uses basically next to nothing
0: exactly which is why we don't do video but we're also butt ugly and i don't want to look at you and you don't want to look at me so
1: and (laughs) nobody wants to see us sitting around talking into microphones well
0: (laughs) we'll have some of the some (laughs) of that stuff on the next episode but uh (laughs) it's interesting i wish i'd have bought zoom stock yeah you know that's the one i wish i'd have bought i bought i bought slack and slack is tanked but i mean everything's (laughs) tanked but zoom is actually seems to be up for some strange
1: reason uh, stock trading sites, they will not be fined. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. web-based
1: trading services often have issues with atypical spikes in traffic because they don't have don't use the outside cloud providers due to the financially sensitive nature of stock transactions uh, these sites typically prefer to develop their own systems in-house to make them more secure but they often don't have capacity that you get with a major cloud service it's expensive for trading services to set up systems that can handle extraordinary events like a pandemic and it's tough to financially justify building a system that can sustain a one in every 20-year event so lay off the day trading people
0: <laughs> yeah it's interesting i get i get e trade notices and m1 finance notices every day it's like oh yeah your your trades are in but uh we might not be able to get them because everything's fucked <laughs>
1: Yeah, And for much the same issue, corporate VPNs may not be fine because, uh, again, they haven't been built for the robust usage that they're probably going to be getting now. So you uh, corporate VPNs have kind of built themselves up to have some remote workers, maybe some traveling workers, maybe the occasional, you know, we'll plan for 5% of our work force at most to be sick at any particular point in time. Uh, But entire staffs being sent home will probably be overloading a lot of these corporate VPNs. So patience.
0: I uh, I forget who it was, uh sorry I forgot, but uh, uh someone on the our Clash Royale clan said that their company just actually bought a ton of VPN capacity because they were anticipating this before the rush. So
1: yep. it'll be interesting to see how this goes. And video games definitely. Mm-hmm not fine not good (laughs) not good not good yes internet networks (laughs) in Europe have seen sizable surges in traffic as people turn to their computers for entertainment while staying home schools in Italy for instance have shut down leaving many kids cooped in playing video games Uh, during a call with analysts on Wednesday the telecom Italia CEO reported that its landline network saw a traffic increase of more than 70% leading to a flood of lost internet connections Uh, the spike was attributed to online gaming such as Fortnite which takes up more bandwidth with than most remote work services. And of course, one has to think of all the brand new podcasts alone being recorded right now. Yeah, everybody's (laughs) like, I'm going to double
0: down on podcasting. I'm like, no, please don't. Please don't. (laughs) If you're thinking of starting a podcast right now, please don't. That's all I'm going to say. Please don't. A little while ago, I would have said, sure, jump on it. I'll teach you how to do it. Here's my number. Here's my rate. Come on down. But now I'm like, no. No, stop. Stop it. Just we've got enough.
1: Yeah. So let's uh, move on to some of the things that are happening right now out in the world that will hopefully be helping. Uh, The FCC has actually done something good for once unbelievable. So they have won commitments from phone and broadband providers to support the swelling number of adults and children working and attending classes from home amid the coronavirus pandemic. Um, A group of broadband and telecommunications firms have signed up to the FCC's Keep Americans Connected pledge, which asks all the companies to postpone termination of services for the next 60 days on homes or small businesses because of an inability to pay bills because of the outbreak. So well done. Going to keep us connected, even if we can't afford the bills. Of course, the bills don't just go away i'd like to point this out to everybody they are just going to get charged later Yeah, uh, probably with at interest. least they're doing this now <laughs> probably with interest but it's better than nothing it's better than getting shut off it
0: is it is and there are some companies that have started to give away free wi-fi but uh i, I was gonna bring this one up because they're like oh we're going to give away free wi-fi And we're also going to remove our data caps and make everybody unlimited. Then, of course, I go to which unlimited are you talking about? Because (laughs) (laughs) unlimited for you seems to have a variable definition at any given time of the day. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I I fortunately have Spectrum Internet, which does not have data caps. Uh, but even th- even with that, you're still breaking up half the time we're talking on this show. So I don't know what's going on out there.
1: <laughs> Strains. Everything's getting strained. That's the reality. Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> Everything. Patience. <laughs> uh, and, and and the like. Uh, and I found this one over at Science Alert. Apparently, Folding at Home is back. Woohoo. uh and they're Good. trying to they're trying to take excess computing power and work on the coronavirus, so get back on f- some folding at home, and maybe those uh Bitcoin miners can install it on their rigs instead of and, and save the world instead of destroying the world with their massive power bills. We can see how that goes. Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and speaking of beating the coronavirus, just because it is St. Patrick's Day right now as we're recording, and as we know, bars are shut down everywhere, including Ireland. All bars are shut down in Ireland for St. Patrick's Day. Oh. Uh, you do that to people, that messes them up. The Irish, now I'm only sharing this because we don't know yet, but supposedly within a week or so, the Irish have developed a test and they're getting it out to the world. That's what <laughs> happens when you shut down their pubs.
0: That does <laughs> happen, Yes. And speaking we of, it, since it is St.
1: Patrick's Day when we're doing
0: this, uh, Dropkick Murphys, they have not played a sh- – uh, they, they've basically played every – They've not s- not. <laughs> not not played a show for 24 years on St. Patrick's Day, and uh, this is going to be – you're going to hear this after it's already done, but I'm sure that there'll be a recording of it. But they're giving away a live st- – they're going to play the show with nobody right. there, and they're going to give away the live stream to everybody, which is awesome. Yep. And I found another one, uh, Robin Hitchcock is going to be doing a benefit show from his home in Nashville to, you know, benefit people in the in the neighborhood who are going to be distressed from this. He's going to charge five bucks and all the proceeds go to like the local charities. And yep. I was I was talking with a friend of the show, Fogarty. He's like, We're going to see more concerts than we probably ever have, and we don't even need to leave the house. And I'm like, This sounds like Nirvana to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, it sweet. sounds like Nirvana to nerds, but yes, I, I, I there's a lot of people that are doing this. Chris Martin from Coldplay just did a show on Instagram yesterday. Um, mm. Miles Hunt from The Wonder Stuff just announced on his Facebook page because his show was canceled. He's like, I'll, I'll just sit here and play some songs that people want. Uh, oh, you're cool. going to see a lot of that, which is nice, but it's, it's still not the same as an in-person concert, people. I know oh, the world's I- changing, but
0: yeah but I mean, you take what you can get,
1: man. you take, you take what take- you can get, and I applaud all of these people for doing it because they could just you know be sitting at home and waiting it out like the rest of us, but they're trying to bring a little joy to everybody's day
0: well, that's a, you know if you're if you're stuck at home, make some art you know that's what yeah. i'm that's what I've just been saying It's like I'm going to be here making podcasts for people, but that's I mean that's my normal day to day, but people might want to like pick up a new hobby, like, you know, dust off that keyboard that you had sitting in the closet that you've never, never touched or, you know, take up some drawing, take up some painting. Those, you can still get crayons. Crayons are not on the list of things that are sold out everywhere. Just have some fun. Make something in your downtime instead of sitting there spanking it to Pornhub on uh, your VPN to Italy where you can get it for free, you know, do something fun.
1: And speaking of taking up a hobby as a full-time gig, Bill Gates, co-founder and former CEO of Mike Microsoft is stepping down from the board of the company Uh, he previously served as CEO until 2000 when he stepped down from that position in order to spend more time on the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in 2008 he left his full time role at Microsoft to focus all of his efforts on philanthropy and now he's stepping down from the board to basically go full time into uh, philanthropic priorities so good for him
0: good yeah he needed to do that
1: a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. So he will still stay on as a technological advisor, whatever that means. I think he draws a paycheck to answer emails.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But I think I think the new guy, Sacha, is, is just knocking it out of the park. So let him yep. let him do his thing and, you know, get except out of the for way. Teams. <laughs>
1: yeah, except for teams.
0: We'll always have teams. No, we won't. <laughs>
1: No, we won't. So now, because we don't have any kind of government help whatsoever, it is time for us to applaud the billionaires who are actually doing something (laughs) to save us. Uh, Mark Cuban will be paying hourly arena workers during the NBA season suspension, which is nice of him. Thank you so very much for doing that. Yeah. and we've got China's richest man, Jack Ma, who's donating one million face masks and 500,000 coronavirus test kits to the U.S. Now, if this is anything like our government response before, when who offered us a bunch of test kits and we said, no, we don't need them. Uh, let's take these. Yeah, let's, let's take them. just go ahead and take these. Yeah, let's take them.
0: So, yeah, he's doing a bunch so thanks, of stuff in Africa, too. Uh, it's not just yeah, the... Yeah, he's all, the all over the world. He's, yeah, mm-hmm. he's just, he's giving shit away. You know, mm-hmm. you get a test, you get a test. So that's, that's pretty awesome because I think 500,000 well, things, things, things have are, flattened
1: <laughs> yeah. in China. So they, they don't even need them anymore. So let's take them.
0: This episode is brought to you by Delete Me. Today, I want to share something personal and honestly a bit alarming. On this show, we often discuss the vast amount of personal info floating around out there. We're talking home addresses, contact details, and even information about your family. If you've ever felt that uneasy feeling about your privacy, you're definitely not alone. That's why I need to tell you about Delete Me. It's been a game changer for me in protecting my personal information. As someone who's been bombarded with spam calls and phishing attempts, discovering Delete Me was like finding a magic shield. That's J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash G-O-G with code G-O-G at checkout. Are you hungry? I am. Which means it's a perfect time to talk about Factor. Why not make your spring a breeze with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals? Picture this. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, crafted by top chefs, and has the dietitian's thumbs up. Plus, they're ready to roll in just two minutes. You've got 35 mouth-watering options to choose from each week. Whether you're into calorie-smart, keto, ramping up your protein, or keeping it green with vegan and veggie, factors got you covered. And there's more. Each week brings over 60 extras, including breakfast, grab-and-go lunches, snacks, and drinks to keep your energy up and your taste buds happy all day. So, what's the holdup? Dive in today and give your spring the tasty kickstart it deserves. As someone who's lived off microwave meals for most of his life, I can confidently say that Factors' chef-crafted dishes blow anything else I've had out of the water. The chicken stays juicy, the veggies are crisp, and the flavors are absolutely delicious. I'm talking about meals like their artichoke and spinach chicken and the spicy poblano beef bowl. Out of this world. Are you craving a touch of gourmet? Well, check out the meals featuring luxury ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. It's fancy dining without the fuss. And speaking of no fuss, the meals are a total breeze. Forget about prepping, cooking, and cleaning. Just heat up your meal and enjoy the deliciousness. Plus, everything's tailored to fit your life. Customize your weekly meal plan to get exactly what you need, whenever you need it. Need to pause or shift your deliveries? No problem. It's all designed to work around your schedule. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. And Factor is celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for the lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to Factormeals.com slash Grumpy50 and use code Grumpy50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Grumpy50 at Factormeals.com slash Grumpy50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
1: Media Candy. Well, the latest Picard was right on topic, wasn't it? <laughs> the best quote, fear is the great destroyer. <laughs> oh, man. It's so fucking good. It's so good. It is so good. It's just so good. Can't wait until Thursday. Hopefully, we'll all still be here. We'll still be uh, here. In other on. news, <laughs> the <laughs> you're the one that's panic shopping again. I'm okay. Uh, Westworld has premiered. Woo. It was great. I loved every second of it. I, I wasn't so sure about having what's his face from Breaking Bad as the main character, but he was great. Dude, Aaron he was Paul. fucking
0: awesome. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, he was. He was so he good. He was great.
0: I mean, the whole episode mm-hmm. was good. I have no complaints. And I I think this is like one of the, I mean, the, definitely the best season opener for a while. And uh, no, man, it was it was great.
1: Yeah, it was really, really good. So something to look forward to in our increased isolation. And
0: I got to say, John Oliver knocked it out of the park. Knocked it out of the park. Yeah, he always does. But I mean, it it was just, it was interesting though, because I was thrown back to, remember when we, we made fun of the big bang theory, when they took out the, the laugh track Mm -hmm. and this kind of was reminiscent of it. Like he's, he's pulling, pushing the jokes, but nobody's behind him laughing.
1: Yeah yeah it is rough isn't it <laughs> it's, it is definitely rough what that 100 percent told me is that uh you know we do need studio audiences he was great but we need the studio audience yeah it also <laughs> taught me that shit anybody can do that <laughs> it's like,
0: damn it's true it is true <laughs> you know
1: um not everybody can write it but almost anybody can present it
0: yeah seriously man and uh the end of his show is just like the end of our last show and uh you know guys be excellent to each other And go Mm -hmm. stream Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure on Netflix if it still works.
1: Oh, I guess we should also mention that uh, an awful lot of people are releasing things for free because of this, or not for free, or at least early. Universal is releasing a bunch of their in-studio, or in-studio, in-movie theater movies right now on pay-per-views. So you can see movies that have not been released yet if you want to at home. Uh, Disney Plus has released Frozen 2 for the kiddies uh, ahead of time and dropped the new Star Wars film. Uh, so last, uh, whatever the hell, the last <laughs> Skywalker, whatever or that pile of crap was called, yeah. you can watch that again. <laughs> Space you can watch Horses. that again and look, and look at all the uh, plot holes in it.
0: Yeah. And uh, CBS All Access now has every single episode of every Star Trek series ever made. And I know that Excellent. because every third image in my Instagram feed is an ad for that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Even though I pay for it. Go figure. <laughs> or on of the Week. Now, this is some news that I expect to probably maybe be out of date fairly soon. But uh, this is a <laughs> petition over at MoveOn.org. Jeff Bezos wants his co-workers at Whole Foods to pay their colleagues sick leave during the COVID-19 pandemic. Bezos and his Whole Foods CEO, John McKay, said that one of the options available to workers was for them to donate their paid time off days to a pool that other workers could draw from. And Wow. That right there, I'm like, okay, uh, you, sir, are no Mark Cuban.
1: Fuck you. No, 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 That is, that is, that is fucked up.
0: Yep. And it goes on to say, why is this important? The burden of coping with this pandemic should not fall on those who are least able to pay for it, especially when Amazon and Whole Foods receive huge tax breaks from the government. Bezos can afford to pay for these needy workers from his own personal wealth without breaking the bank. It is obscene that he is trying to foist this responsibility off onto his hourly workers. Well... Yeah, you know, even if he doesn't is. come from his own personal wealth, the company should step up. He, You know, he is not all of Amazon. Amazon is still a rich ass company. And fuck, you know, fiduciary responsibility to the shareholders. Your responsibility should be to the people who work for you because they are also your customers.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, insane, actually, absolutely insane.
0: <laughs> I actually don't know any Whole Foods workers that actually shop at Whole Foods. I see them at Sprouts all the time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they can't really afford to be worth the discounts. Yeah. All right. So according to reports, and uh, God, I know it's happening at the gun shop down here in Culver City, not too far from me. Fears have grown among some parts of the country that the spread of the deadly disease could lead to a breakdown in society, which it won't. While others believe the government will try to restrict their constitutional right to own a firearm, which they won't. But anyways, as a result, people have been lining up for hours to get their hands on weapons and ammunition, and local store owners say business has never been better.
0: Yay. Well, he, I mean, you saw this coming. That was I mean, that's a no-brainer. I'm surprised oh, it took this long. Of course. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised it took this long. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'd like to point out that prayer and bullets do not stop a
1: virus, so just go back home. <laughs> Yes, go home people. And uh this has been making the rounds all over the Twitter sphere and I particularly love it because I am a Gen Xer myself. Oh, actually first a uh, quick thing that Shane Nickerson uh posted which I loved. One thing made painfully clear by all of this, a lot of people are fucking stupid. <laughs> Not news. This is true. Not news. <laughs> so the Gen X is 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 uh, trending and uh, some of the quotes and posts that have been out there, this, these are the two that I love the most. Boomers are going out, millennials are going out. The only people That are taking this seriously is the one generation that always gets forgotten about. Gen X will no longer be invisible because they will be the only ones left. And uh, the second one, shout out to Gen X, the only generation who can keep our asses at home without being told. The motherfucking latchkey kids, the generation used to being neglected by fucking everyone, will be the only ones left.
0: Amen, brother, to that.
1: (laughs) Now go watch Reality Bites.
0: Feedback loop. Over at Patreon, we've got Mark and Jerry. I'm guessing it's Jerry or Gerai. Uh, Thank you very much. And over at PayPal, we have Florian, Andrew, Michelle, Nicholas, Linda, Martin, and Martin writes, hope you're safely in your lairs grumps. I religiously listened to your show and strolling through the neighborhood with my sleeping baby and just noticed that my Patreon payments haven't gone through since October 2018. Here's some extra toilet paper and noodle money to make up for it. Well, I have two cases of noodles coming from Amazon, possibly uh, tomorrow. (laughs) So we'll see if that shows up. So thank you very much, Martin. And Jerisa writes in, a small token to show my appreciation of your grumpy humor. I also want to ask if you guys would throw together a short guide of best practices for all us teachers who now have to switch to remote learning using conferencing software and lecture screencasts folks don't realize the importance of sound fyi google slides and microsoft powerpoint both offer real-time live captioning for web conferencing stay grumpy but be accommodating okay yes we will and uh actually next episode i think we're gonna do kind of a work from home episode we've got yeah uh, i don't
1: think we're gonna make it into this one no, anymore so yeah. plus some prep would be nice so stay tuned
0: yeah 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 <laughs> we we've got uh, brian and i together between the two of us have some some tips and uh, we're bringing seth miranda back to talk about some uh some video streaming stuff um uh, specifically what you're talking about right here jerisa so uh we will have that
1: next episode so stay tuned yep And over on Twitter, uh, where the world is falling apart, Stricky writes down, the world is in a meltdown and then this happens and sends a link to the standard. Uh, E-scooters set to be trialed on UK roads as government consults on roads to make them legal. Um, (laughs) I don't think this is happening anytime soon. You guys have got quite a lot to handle over there at once. Um, You're dealing with the fallout of Brexit still and trying to sort that out. And uh, you are attempting to deal with the coronavirus through something called herd immunity. So good luck with that.
0: And it's really funny because I, I made a side joke to you off the air earlier this week i'm like wouldn't it be great if we found out that bird scooters would were, were the actual transmission vector for this because people cough they get on their scooters they touch their scooters and then they get off and then the next person does it um yes you know because this was, <laughs> they would turn this into new bird flu but uh this seems <laughs> to be one of those things where you might want to not do that right now yeah and everybody wipe down your bird scooters if you're still going to use them and koi zero writes in didn't you guys mention something like this on one of your shows i just had a frightening thought a lot of people are going to start podcasts during the next few months aren't they they? don't (laughs) please don't
1: and barrett writes in so you've got at least one who's on board with this plan jason i think i enjoy being a fiend well barrett is patient er he's not
0: patient zero he's fiend zero so (laughs) thank you barrett Inma 6502 writes in, co-working spaces are fucked. I mean, even more (laughs) fucked than they were. Not just short-term with people working at home, but even longer-term as people get the hang and benefits of setting a home office space. Holy shit, I feel almost embarrassed by the shout-out. Thanks, listener. I've always interacted with the media I like. I used to write comics and magazines. Now I engage on the internet. It's the way I show appreciation. Well, awesome, Moss6502, and you are so right. I mean, that guy from WeWork got out
1: just in time with his golden umbrella. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. Those things are are going to go away pretty quickly. Although I'm not on board with people getting the hang and benefits of setting up a home office space. Um, we'll talk a lot about that next week. Uh, but uh, it is hard, and people are going to be desperate to get out of the house soon. And they do not. They're not going to want to stay working at home. No, I guarantee you, the vast majority of people cannot do it and don't want to do it. Yeah, no, you don't want to do it if you don't have to. It's
0: just the nature yep. of the beast for us, but. uh Honestly, as soon as this thing's over, get back to
1: work, motherfuckers. And over at GOG.show, Patrick writes us, while we all do our best to avoid the plague, some comic relief. And that's a link to the Lewis Black, a very special The Rant Is Due, um, from 31420 on YouTube. I love me some Lewis Black. And he says, thanks for all the hard work. The show still rocks. Sorry for being a twat and pausing my Patreon. We'll cash up on the donates when my work situation improves. I want everybody out there to know that is donating to the show. We do not want to shame you or anything we appreciate what money you give us when you can give us money if you can't you can't that's the way it works yeah we're still going to make the show
0: so yeah it's 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 all donation based so if you can't do it don't you know we don't want to put anybody in a hardship and i have to say it's really funny i I listened to this this morning because i had it on my pillow i didn't watch it because he's just sitting there talking into a microphone it was very funny but it's also the show that he shut down was at Glen ellen illinois at the College of DuPage, my alma mater, so uh, <laughs> which was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed <laughs> that. That he was he, he mentioned it many, many times on the on the show. It was very funny though. It's fucking Lewis Black at his best. <laughs> Carol writes in, "Hola! For the last few days, I had this weird feeling, slight anxiety I couldn't pinpoint. I thought it's the virus panic kicking in, but today I realized it's just the quiet. Almost no noises outside because no one is there. Now that I realized it." I enjoy it. Thanks for great fun from every episode. I keep hitting those stars. Stay grumpy. By the way, imagine a world with no airlines for some time. And uh, sent a link to us. that Most airlines could be bankrupt by May. Governments will have to help. Uh, I don't have to imagine a world with no airlines because I lived through 9-11 and it was creepy <laughs> after
1: 9-11. And uh, not good because I like travel. Have fun with that <laughs> one. I'm staying home. <laughs> I know you are, but uh, once uh, once everything gets back to normal, so shall I. All righty. Adelante writes in, hey, guys, I thought of you when I read this. Hope to hear your thoughts. Uh, There's a link over at Slate. America is a sham. I love Policy this changes article. In reaction to- <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> it this was article good. so much. <laughs> Policy changes in reaction to the coronavirus reveal how absurd so many of our rules are to begin with. The TSA announced Friday that due to the coronavirus outbreak, it's waving the familiar three 0.4-ounce limits for liquids and gels for hand sanitizers only. You may now bring a bottle of Purell as large as your mama's ass (laughs) onto the plane to assist in your constant sanitizing of yourself, your family, your seats, your bags of peanuts, and everything else, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Yeah, this whole article just goes through all the arbitrary bullshit rules that have been set by society, countless rituals of security theater, et cetera, et cetera, that are basically just going away, you know. I love this. Broadband data all caps. Other, and-
0: hang on. All <laughs> other liquid and gels, however, are still restricted to 3.4 ounces. Can't you just put those in a fucking giant ass Purell bottle and get it through? Of course you can, because it's all Stupid. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Broadband data caps and throttled internets. Those have been eliminated by AT&T and other ISPs because of the coronavirus. But data caps and throttlings were really just veiled price hikes that served no real technical purpose. Why did we put up with them? Because we didn't have a choice. Yep. That's why. Uh, police helping landlords evict tenants in time of financial trouble due to the coronavirus. Not anymore in New York, Miami, and New Orleans. Um, yeah, just is this the whole article just goes through all these things that uh, we just kind of dealt with as part and parcel of that's the game. And now we're just seeing them all go away because we can. And, you know, like I was saying earlier, it takes three weeks to set new habits. Uh, This is going to take longer than three weeks, people. And we're going to get used to these things. And it's going to be a little bit difficult for these companies to usher them back in. I think there will be some outroar about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I said. This is a societal reboot. So Mm I am looking forward to that part, at least. I'm not looking forward to the rest of it. Lizzie writes yeah. in, big fan of the show. Regarding B days, the Lux B Day will be the best 30 bucks you'll ever spend. Easy for non-plumbers to install, no electricity needed, easy to use, well constructed, cleansed asshole for the day. <laughs> I've had mine for five years with no problem. And uh there's a problem with this, Brian. Currently what's unavailable. <laughs> sold out. Oh no, yes, of course. <laughs> sold out. So you know it's not sold out? That little spray bottle from the 99 cent store. So just go get that and <laughs> squirt it up your cooter and your butthole and you're all good to go.
1: We need to brand it. The grumpy old crapper.
0: (laughs) Do you remember uncle boogers bumper dumper?
1: Yes, of course I do. I think we talked about it on the show a oh, couple oh, times. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, I know I've brought it up before, but everybody should go uh, <laughs> go go to Uncle Booger's Bumper Dumper. Just Google that and it was one of the earliest greatest websites of all time and it's basically just a a ring that you put on your uh, trailer hitch on your truck or your car and uh, put a bag on it and you take a dump. <laughs> Uncle Booger's Bumper go. Dumper. It's the greatest. <laughs>
1: uh neil writes us i've been using feedly for rss and sending it to reader version three as i'm too cheap to upgrade for triage stuff that seems interesting gets sent to pocket for whenever i have time to read it interested to know if you follow a similar approach and whether you can recommend a better workflow i think we've talked about our workflows a number of times on the show
0: yeah i'll just make this real quick then uh Kay. i use i have a feedly account but i do use reader and i just i have moved to net newswire for testing purposes, but I think I am going to go back to Reader since I did pay for it. Um, Version (laughs) three is the one that you want. You don't want version four because the sharing options suck because I share everything to Pinboard. So all my links go to Pinboard. And then before we do the show, I go through all my Pinboard links that I flagged and then bring them into the the show notes that we use Quip for, uh, QUIP.com, which is not the the toothbrush. Uh, And that's (laughs) about that. And uh, we do the show from that
1: yeah and I do a lot more organic in that I have a bunch of very smart friends on Facebook that always post links, so I grab a lot of those and save them. Um, I also still use Instapaper just because I'm lazy and it's there, and I paid for it. so I use that when I'm browsing about to save things for later.
0: yeah, yeah, I, I use pinboard for that when I'm browsing yeah. around and because it, you can yep. get uh, I think the app for uh, pinboard is called Pinner on iOS, Mm -hmm. you get that, then it just shows up in your share sheet and you can make it the number one option. So anytime I get a link, I just share it to Pinner and bring it back later. Ralph writes in, hi geeks. I wonder if either of you have seen this problem with your iPhones. This could certainly give you something to be grumpy about. This is an article over at Forbes. Apple just gave millions of users a reason to quit their iPhones. Um, this comes down to bandwidth and cellular data and it just running up tons of data charges that nobody can figure out. Have you seen this, Brian? Uh, I ha
1: I I do. I have it. I, I did not. This is like the coronavirus. I've been infected by this Apple bug. Apparently I did not know this was going on, but as soon as I read this article, uh, you go to settings, cellular, cellular data, and find a mysterious entry called Uninstalled Apps, which is steadily consuming data. I have that. It is pulling data. Apparently, even if you turn off uh, roaming data, it will continue to pull data, which is a real problem, obviously, uh, for anybody that's not on a true uh, unlimited bandwidth plan. So it's it's... They've known about it since January. There's no ETA for a fix, no explanation for where the data is going, uh, or if they will compensate customers for busting data plans. Uh, Somebody spoke with Verizon about the usage. They say it's getting categorized as audio and video streaming, but only because it's using network ports normally associated with these types of services. I'm going to be really interested to hear what the hell is actually going on here whenever Apple fesses up to it.
0: Yeah, oh shit. I I I need to go check my AT&T bill because my current period right now is 21.3 gigabytes of cellular data. Mhm.
1: Uh I don't leave the On the plus side though, Jason, you never leave the house, so you're always connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah, but
0: why why do I have 23 or 21.3 gigabytes of cellular data when I don't leave the house and this thing has been on Wi-Fi forever? And uh,
1: uh, must be sucking it down when you take your dogs out for the walk.
0: Current period of roaming is 1.3 gigabytes. System services, 2.6 gigabytes. Uninstalled apps, 1.9 gigabytes. Photos, 4.5. Instagram, 4.5 gig. Um, this is ridiculous. Holy crap. And a, <laughs> shit on a shingle. Uh, that's. I'm turning that shit off <laughs> now. <laughs> cellular data is going off. Um, because I only have like a two gigabyte plan on my
1: my AT and account. Yep. Well, good luck with that. Apparently, you can't turn it off. We'll see what happens. Well, I
0: just turned off <laughs> cellular da- cellular data altogether. So,
1: yeah, but they're saying that that does. I know, not know that's fix what. These problems, that's what I want to so, see. Yeah. So next episode, yep. I'm going
0: to see if it goes up.
1: All right. Yeah. Cool.
0: I mean, maybe it's just a maybe it's just a reporting bug in the app, and it's not actually pushing the data.
1: Well, let's hope it's nothing nefarious. Yeah. We shall yeah. see. <laughs> Uh, These next two, I don't believe came from Ralph, but I think we somehow lost their name when we were going through and editing this up. So apologies to whoever this was that sent it, but thank you. I know how much Brian enjoys a good satirical article, and I think this may be one worthy of mention. This is from Jalopnik. Tesla announces plans for workers to build cars at home due to coronavirus concerns. (laughs) Thanks for your great podcast. You know, we can laugh about this, but I have a friend in Toronto who actually fixes gigantic printing machines. Think like newspapers, the LA Times and all that. Yeah. And uh, he told me he's been, he's told me he's been told to work from home. So I was (laughs) like, what are they, are they going to ship them to your house? Yeah. Oh my God. So that's great. Uh, and this person continues on too for me this week. I just wanted to thank you for pointing me at net newswire. I am currently enjoying this reader very much and have already perved the data that Jason made available about the feeds. He follows good stuff and useful stuff. Question. Why does Jason have so much porn in his feed? I never knew there was an X-rated deep fake of 300 and we'll never see Gerard Butler the same way. Kidding. Maybe. <laughs> well, there you go. I come. want to check through that.
0: Yeah, I'll uh, be my guest. I,
1: I'm pretty sure I don't have a pork feed.
0: <laughs> no sec writes in. I'm constantly amazed how clever tricks these people use and this is uh the coronavirus maps that are being infected with malware. We mentioned this last time on uh on security ha, huh? but there will be a link to it in the show notes.
1: Yep. And Paul sends us a link a coronavirus safe haircut. Chinese barbers offer long distance haircuts amid COVID 19 outbreak. The barbers use three feet long sticks with brushes and other tools attached to the end to service their customers, as seen in a clip posted by the South China Morning Post. Uh, the video shows one hairdresser using an electric razor and a comb attached on separate poles to trim a customer's hair, while another barber uses a wide brush on a stick to shampoo another client. I'll just grow my hair out for a bit. Yeah, seriously. Go native. Go native. <laughs> I don't
0: really trust a razor on a stick. Uh, at nope. least they don't have a, at least they don't have the lawnmower 3.0 on a stick doing that. <laughs> oh god. John writes in Grumpy for your health. Why it pays to be grumpy and bad-tempered and this is a link from
1: getpocket.com. Yeah, I think we talked about this article before. So the TLDR on this is being bad tempered and pessimistic helps you to earn more, live longer, and enjoy a healthier marriage. It's almost enough to put a smile on the dourest of faces. All right. We'll just- and Just Some Kiwi writes in I thought you might find this interesting. It's a science podcast out in New Zealand. They take a very insightful look at the windshield phenomena, AKA the insect a- apocalypse. It's worth the listen. And he provides the link, which will be in the show notes. And
0: if you want your question or comment read on the show, head over to GOG.show slash contact and send us your feedback or questions that we can read on the air, especially uh, anything about working from home because we're putting that episode together. And if you're so inclined, please head over to GOG.show slash iTunes and toss us a five-star and snarky review because we didn't get any this week. Yeah, but hey, if you're listening on the Overcast player, click them stars. Closing shout out! So I've got two closing shout outs. First is to uh, Dr. David Teeter, who was going to join us today, but is going through some health issues and uh, couldn't make it at the last minute. And we're thinking of you, brother, and be safe uh, when you get uh, when you get home. We'll try and do this again. And uh, shout out to MXV, friend of the fiend of the show. <laughs> he's definitely a fiend of the show. Um, he's got some uh, health issues as well. And it's a bad time to have health issues. So uh, mm-hmm. we're pulling for you, brother. Go get go get that thing done. And yeah. Uh, Yeah, we'll talk to you on the other side. And Until next time, I'm Jason DeFilippo,
1: And I'm Brian Schellmeister. Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. To support the show and keep us on the air, go to gog.show slash donate. Toss us a few bucks and we'll love you forever. Your support really keeps us going and we really appreciate it. Show notes for this episode are at gog.show slash 423. From there, you can find links to old episodes, leave feedback, ask questions, donate to the show, and get links to stuff we like. Stay grumpy and for God's sake, stay the fuck home.